This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to NL versus NL. I can't shout over you. I'll tell you why. I separate this traitor. Are you a Maoist sir? Let's make debates great again. NL versus NL. Hello and welcome to NL versus NL where we make debates great again. After a long break we are back. Uh, the break was because uh, we were trying to do some matchmakings and they didn't work out so we were trying to rehaul the process but now we have decided to come back and we have come back with two new subscribers who are going to battle it out with their wits and uh, with a very interesting topic and the topic today is would the development of artificial intelligence help or harm humanity Now this is a very interesting topic because of course sci-fi fans will know that this is an endlessly debated topic for I for a while now and usually it is presented in a way that uh, robots will take over and now i think sci-fi is taking uh, being becoming more nuanced and they are like exploring more possibilities than just harm but overall there is this fear that artificial intelligence whenever it develops it will somehow end up harming humanity uh, but atif here has been brave enough to defend it <laughs> uh just one more thing i would like to add is that we live in a world of algorithms so it would be fun if we sort of also uh, think about algorithms as another form of artificial intelligence because ultimately it's machine learning uh but i mean at that i'll leave to the debaters to decide i will give my thoughts and suggestions later after the debate is over So say hello to the first uh, contestant in one corner. It's Atif. Hello, Atif. Hello, Magnad. How are you doing, man? Good, good. Um, glad to be on this debate with everyone here. <laughs> yeah. And uh, on the other hand, we have An- uh, Aprajita. Hi. Hi, Magnad. Hi, guys. Uh, thank you so much for doing this. And now we shall begin with round one. Thanks. Um, this is Atif here. Um, thanks for thanks everyone for joining in. Uh, just a quick note: I do this all the time. I have a slight stutter, so if any time you take you you hear me take a pause or a breathe, this is not because I've disappeared. It's just because I'm taking a breathe to uh, not stutter. Um, but again, so the topic is: Does artificial intelligence or AI for short help humanity? The concept of AI has been around for. longer than we think as long as humans have been intrigued with the possibility of creating machines that mimic the human brain so that that's where the concept really came from right the way i view artificial intelligence is in three different phases it's a concept it's a science and a tool and depending on what you you see this as ai can be misconstrued or ai could be useful as a tool so when um when we talk about algorithms or some of these newer machine learning models it really is a way to better understand better parse data out and better look at uh, associations in existing large scale data but like any tool for example a hammer if you go on trying to fix things with a hammer you eventually end up making mistakes so it's really important for us to understand what the tools use for and how ai could be helpful in that situation as a science AI artificial intelligence is a growing field the more we learn about the nuances about 
what AI can do and can't do and augment resources. We're learning that every day. The better we will be in avoiding situations that create unnecessary biases on inherent subconscious proclivities that humans have. And, and that's really important. I think the importance of um, not mimicking human biases and proclivities within AI systems is a growing field. And that's something as a science, a larger group of people, be it system scientists, data scientists, or even sociology economists really need to chime in to understand as we build these models, how are they, how are they taking into account what's right and what's wrong and be able to parse out and understand how to better evolve over time. Um, Aprajita, your turn. Hi, everyone. Okay, so uh, I am on the other side of the topic. Now, uh, just to be clear, um, I, like, just like all of us over here, I uh, also use a lot of artificial intelligence every single day, every, like, probably even right now, use a lot of artificial intelligence every day in our life. Uh, so, I, I I don't subscribe to the whole version of the apocalyptic uh, idea of artificial intelligence that it's going to like. Maybe uh, I I I I really don't know. I'm not into sci-fi, but uh, maybe maybe it does. But what uh, I don't subscribe to that idea. My uh, the reason I think that it uh, can be harmful are more uh, basic than that. Like one of the one of the things that Atav just mentioned, for example, about the uh, ensuring that the bias does not creep in. So uh, it's it's more similar to that. I, I don't think it's ap- apocalyptic, but if it goes unrestrained, if anything basically goes unrestrained, I think it will be a trouble. I feel that as humans, we have not like we don't have a history of being uh, really nice when we get a new technology. Whenever we find new technology, we more often than not, end up misusing it, which uh, I think is happening with like a lot, a lot of things. Uh, the way social media is working right now, which also depends a lot on artificial intelligence. I won't go into that direction, but we end up misusing it. So uh, my my concern is over there. My concern is with the with the legalities of it. Uh, how to ensure that it's legal? Like, who is liable for uh, the misuse, who, uh, the, the ethics that goes into it, the discrimination that it causes and stuff like that. Okay, thank you guys. Uh, now we will move to round two. So uh, Aprajita, you can start. Okay, so there have been several instances of, um, although we are probably in the beginning, there have been several instances of how the uh, AI is not working very well or it's uh, getting the bias that the humans themselves are supposed to be. So first I'll start with the discrimination part. So uh, usually what, what what ends up happening a lot of times is, for example, uh, in the Google's image recognition system, it has been found that a lot of, like what was found that uh, when the Google's image recognition system was tagging, for example, say black people, it uh, there have been instances where it tagged them as say like gorillas or something like that. And it, it's because it cannot identify like the whole difference thing, uh, which we humans can. Uh, to counter this, what Google ended up coming up with was that it removed the whole tagging as anything with uh, uh, with gorillas or whatever, or all the concerned words which Google was tagging it with. It wasn't 
Google stopped tagging even gorillas or chimpanzees with it, which was very weird. Like it's it's not the it's not uh, the solution that you can come up with. You cannot stop tagging something which it which really is. So that's that's the first thing. Like a lot of discrimination thing comes into uh, comes into it. So in for example in US there is the recidivism rate where like when you are like the rate the uh, the rate at which uh, it's the basically it's the likelihood to reoffend so uh, which is taken into account when somebody is supposed to be arrested or when somebody like uh, what are the chances that this person will reoffend yeah to the first point i think the issue really comes down to a feedback mechanism of fixing things and that's present no matter what the field is it's really hard to learn something new and fix things be it that's almost like saying if you have a vaccine and the allergies let's just stop building vaccines because of allergies i think the whole point of artificial intelligence is a learning mechanism on the back end so as just just like my colleague said about um the images being recognized differently for for um pe- people of african american descent or black descent and being tagged as a whole different field rather than taking a regressive approach of de-linking it which i agree is wrong the whole me- the whole idea with artificial intelligence is to better understand what is it about facial cues that really highlight certain genetic or racial traits so i don't think ai is ready to do certain things but i also don't think taking a regressive approach which is not really scientific on saying we should not do it it works anywhere i think the whole idea of progress for humanity is learn from learning from our mistakes but we need the right people and the right conversations to learn from it rather than just pure scientists we need sociologists and anthropologists to really help people pick the right data pieces out so our models as we go forward don't have that inherent human bias but also are able to learn as we get more information about certain things and that's present i work in healthcare and there's this whole idea of AI biases in in healthcare uh, specifically linked to race the idea of taking race adjusted metrics out has been talked about but that also doesn't mean it's the right thing to do you really need to deconstruct racism really understand the socioeconomic deprivations the accessibility issues all that has historically been present to really understand what racism has led to systemically within the system and help the models understand how to bring that in Uh, that's where the yeah yeah uh, okay so uh, again so it it comes down to the the model and the uh, the algorithm and the uh, data right uh, so there are two i feel that there are two things involved here one is making the data inclusive which is a big responsibility making sure that the data is inclusive making sure that the, that the data is uh, right and it's the data itself is not biased the second thing which uh, is i think is probably more difficult is the algorithm part of it is to is to ensure that the algo- the bias of like if i am writing an algorithm i i will be biased i i mean i personally feel there is like i, I don't know i don't there is, is yeah i disagree it's about data i think it's it's very naive to think ai is about data because there is oversight in everything that we do i don't think as leaders and professionals we should skirt away from oversight and responsibility machines these models that we build are, are just like any other factors out there they have to learn they have to replicate they have to have oversight 
the legal aspect, the social aspect, and, and everything else has to be responsible in helping these models build better. If anything, I think the responsibility has been siloed into a specific branch of engineering, a specific branch of data science, and slowly now other groups, public health, social sciences, are really coming into this picture and being involved in understanding this data. And I, I don't think data inherently is wrong. I think we look at and maybe what we think is data is expanding more recently on including data points and data sets that are inherently not present um, in older data sets. Okay, so I, I I agree that, okay, data is, okay, like, like I was saying, data is not the be all and all. Uh, data is also not wrong. I accept, like, I agree with what you're saying, that data is not wrong. It's the way we look at the data. It's, we need to ensure that the data is inclusive, that the data is not, for example, incomplete, or it's, 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 it's a complete data that we are looking for. It's an inclusive data that we are looking at. The second thing is like I was talking about the algorithm. Like when we write the algorithm, it's us, it's humans writing the algorithm to ensure that our biases don't creep in is the important part of it. So it may be because of the data, it it, it may be because the data is not inclusive, it may be because our biases have crept into it. Now I, I don't I don't I don't think that the the, the, yeah, the way to go forward is okay, yeah. And and you're right, I think humans write code, humans build these things. And that's present all the time. Hindsight's never 2020. What we know 20 years ago and what we know now with everything that's happening right now, our thoughts and views from 20 years ago seem extremely regressive uh, compared to what we know now. The problem is in these models is that the algorithms aren't updated as we learn more about issues over time. So it, it's not about the models being built wrongly when they, they're set up. The models haven't updated and changed to bring in new data points, to bring in new ideas, new issues over time consistently. I think that's something AI hasn't really done because they're not there yet, is a self-learning mechanism on being able to ask. The key thing about being human is our causal reasoning process, is, our, is, is what we call gut instinct as well, but our also ability to connect disassociated ideas. And that's something really hard to replicate and AI models are not there yet. There are some specific areas where that works. But I think the whole idea of growing and adapting models, adaptive models and algorithms over time is something we're seeing in certain areas. Um, but inherently, the issue isn't that the models are wrong. The, the inherent issue is that we, as the owners and writers of these models, haven't really, just like a piece of art. I think you build, you do it, and then you're like, that's it, I'm done. And that's not how these models are. These models have to change. They have to grow. They have to adapt. And that's currently the responsibility falls on us. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I there's. I, I don't think there was any like I, I couldn't. I, I can't interject with it. But uh, yeah. But I what I like. I think when you when you say that the uh, it's there's nothing wrong with the model. I think, I, I won't say there is nothing wrong in the model, but I, I still, I, like, I, I still feel that, I mean, whenever we do anything, like whenever we make any decision, just just to ensure that, like, okay, I think what what is required from it to ensure that our biases don't cre creep into it or to ensure, uh, I, I don't know if it's, uh, maybe I, I, have, I haven't, like, read a particular algorithm to understand if it's, 
uh, the uh, if it's not updated enough or if it's updated but it's not you know uh, it's it's not unbiased enough i think again inclusivity over that ensure that the people the people who write the algorithm are it's not just you know a people with a like all the people who write an algorithm come with a certain sense of bias this like ensuring that is probably just as important okay uh let's round two uh now we can we can move on to the concluding round uh let's start um i think quite a few good points were raised up uh, one models um being written wrong and models being not being able to change and those are right i think with any work that you do there's inherent coding errors there's inherent things that you have to pick up to fix it what i genuinely don't think is ai work shouldn't be considered as works of art which are timeless which shouldn't change they should be kept as they are and be used just as they're built ai be it models be it the work we are doing be it any sort of um, schema on learning and understanding human behavior really has to adapt and grow with the population with current times and with information that we have and that responsibility is a bit more than ai it's almost like an augmented ai and that's becoming really popular the idea of human uh, stakeholders leaders taking responsibility on building the correct models for the right situation and i think it's important as a community for us to understand the pitfalls on biases that are currently present but also the pitfalls and biases of things that if this continues on of what would happen if these models are used without oversight so the reason i'm all on the side of help is because just like any other tool any other science there needs to be constant work constant oversight and inclusivity across disciplines to make these tools better for us they've shown to improve efficiency they've shown to save life they've been shown to improve care and remove the inherent biases that my colleague spoke about but again that has to be done with oversight with us taking responsibility on changing and adapting these models over time and taking a stance when something's wrong in our human biases those don't creep in automatically into our models um ai is helpful i believe but we should disassociate the idea of ai being a concept and being a work of art to ai being a science and a tool that's used for specific situation a tool that is able to adapt and grow over time okay aprajita okay uh so uh like the part the part we've discussed about the discrimination and uh, the algorithms uh, i personally believe like like others mentioned that there's uh, it's it's helpful in many aspects all of us keep uh, all of us use ai all the time uh, so there is no way to there is no reason and uh, to uh, exclude it altogether from our lives or to say that okay this should not be there and i personally don't believe in it the idea should be to ensure that all the faults that we are seeing in it should be removed and obviously there are positives there like uh, like you mentioned there are stakeholders who are coming up and showing uh, i think there there has been a lot of investment made in this direction i think for for the ethical like to ensure that the ethics uh, of uh, to in like investment in the ethics of the artificial intelligence uh, which is very important the uh, the way to go, go forward should be to ensure again the algorithms that's one thing to ensure that the the legalities are maintained to like if an artificial intelligence ends up making a mistake 
who who is liable for it it is is it the owner is it like we cannot uh, put uh, the blame on the ai the same way that we would put on a human being right so if a human being makes the same mistake who who takes the whole responsibility for it um how the how the ethics are inculcated into it how the like they cannot they don't have a context in themselves they do not have a, a context to to everything um, probably we end up reaching there sometime but as of now we don't have uh, the ai doesn't have a context to why it is doing something so how do we ensure that the ethics is maintained and uh, yeah yeah i think that's it um it's very interesting uh you know i was thinking uh, like uh, atif what you said about the hammer uh, it's very interesting because i was just reading something i forget uh, i think it was in the guardian about how um, you know this hammer example is used a lot of times where artificial intelligence is like a tool if we use it properly it will be great if you don't use it properly it won't be uh the, the analogy is basically that if you have a hammer and uh, if you uh, don't know what a hammer is used for but you still have it you might end up bashing some heads you know so it, it's basically uh, what it, what the article meant to say was that unless humanity or just a large number of humans actually understand what ai is how it works how machine learning works i mean at least conceptually it is very dangerous to expect them to use it properly yeah it's like having a toddler have a hammer with them right so it's yeah. like user <laughs> and the tool and uh, no, and i and, and i agree i think the the larger crux of the problem is not uh, the models itself it's how we inherently place too much emphasis or too much trust in something because it says it's going to work or we have really strong opinionated people that we blindly follow and say it works but that's the model for everything else in life so i don't know why it should be different for the <laughs> model uh, and apraj to uh, actually add to aprajita's point also um parikshit you can jump in also if you want yep, yep, uh, aprajita was saying about the uh, the biases and discrimination you know the, uh, have you seen the social dilemma so in yeah. that social dilemma really scared me and i mean i knew <laughs> what they are doing before because i had read up on it but like yeah. when they put it like that in that such yeah. dramatic fashion uh, it it's a little scary I mean, like, if you think about it, uh, this is all artificial intelligence at work. You know, machine learning. They're learning patterns that people are putting out there, and then showing them content accordingly. So they're strengthening yeah. their biases. There is more class yeah. divide. There is yeah. more political divide. So uh, when when Aprajita, I think I think I am on for now a little bit leaning towards the harm side um, because I have. I, I don't know it it's just really disturbing uh, uh, how things are going on right now like i'll just give you one simple example right now uh, so i'm being attacked by justice for ssr bots okay so hmm. like so mumbai police said that 80000 accounts were created to sort of um, you know train justice for ssr and push their narrative and it's amazing how media channels had also picked it up and they made it like prime time for 3 months so you can see this effect happening already where something like twitter and its algorithm is pushing one helping one group push its narrative by giving the system right so it's it's a little scary because there lies the paradox right to understand but to recognize an algorithm a bot an ai system there's an ai system so that becomes slightly complicated over there <laughs> yeah that's true yeah i think the cautiousness is the perfect place to be and this was how it was 
30 years ago when clinical trials were randomly done on random people with no oversight everything was done on racial like differences and mm-hmm. anything was just going crazy because you wanted to put a drug down i think that um, eventually what happened is you have protocols mechanisms rb boards everything set up to make sure models and things going out have specific um oversight and i think that's missing it's just like that's the, that's the, that's that's right that's now yeah yeah prajita oh that's the, you can go ahead no no i was i was just adding to your point only about the legality of it right so i think you're you know we are in 2020 now we have like a the whole internet on the like the whole yeah. internet is filled, filled with experts and people etc i think it's it's become much more easier to anticipate the harms of something like this so like the legality can be thought about before it's actually like mass implemented like why do we have yeah. to wait for it to ca- cause some massive harm for it to be like nahi nahi ye galat ho gaya isko thoda sa legally humko fix karna padega i mean i just it's it's, it's just beyond it's me the, it's called the build up process is held as ownership um mm-hmm. i think that that sets clinical trials separate is everyone knows what your trial is i don't think anyone really knows what goes in the model because models are your own ip content and, and almost like like as a piece of art so no one yeah. really needs to know should know what you're doing as long as it's doing what you're saying you're doing <laughs> that's um, true so they're like basically black boxes in a way yeah um, apriksha are you yeah, i was just going to say that i was just yeah. going to say that it's basically like a black box and people, yeah. like i mean why would why would somebody even like unless they're like very inclined to learn about it as long as you know the work is getting done i think i don't know if i'm putting it in a very simplistic manner but as long as the work is getting done i don't know if like the people have to like uh, be like you know interest interested enough to understand what goes into it and most of the time they end up being complicated yeah like i i am i code myself uh, but like i would I, i don't know if anybody would want to understand why my code is working for hmm. example hmm. so yeah. one is that thing the second thing about the like the social media thing that you said that that gives me more fear because social media has been like for such a long time like it's been for, like i i am like obviously ai has also been for such a long time but hmm. social media has developed a lot it's like yeah like at a very high peak and this is the time like when it's causing so much damage this is the time now it is that for example facebook came up with that committee thing right i think i mm. watched on uh, new yeah, yeah, yeah. zealand the, the person um, so this whole, this whole committee to ensure the guidelines and mm-hmm. stuff like that and it's still not being met mm. so yeah i think like, it's come to point that people are data it's not it's not the currency is that the more you understand people the more powerful you are in terms of being able to sell and gain people's trust and people's um, outcomes hmm. uh i'll give the last word to parikshit parikshit are you harm or are you help ah uh, see my knowledge about ai is is pretty limited but my concerns are more sociological because like as you said the hammer is with us we can hmm. mold it whichever way the hammer is us <laughs> so once we develop an AI that can compete with the hammer, we'll become obsolete. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's actually very true. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I I actually look forward to becoming abs- obsolete sometimes. Oh, but like, obsolete, only... like see, we are privileged enough to become obsolete. Most of them are not. 
But you know, it's it's very funny. Uh, I was watching this uh, series called Better Than Us. Uh, it's it's like this Russian sci-fi show on Netflix, right? Huh. I really liked it, and that is one of the big reasons why I wanted to do this debate also. Uh, is yeah. because uh, you know, in there they actually have this whole. Scenario where a bot is created and all that. So they come up with this whole um, scenario that uh, this company is developing like super futuristic, emo, em- empathy-filled bots, and yeah. they are going to help humans retire earlier. Basically, they are going to actually make humans obsolete. But then they are saying that, अच्छा, but उसके बाद तुम कुछ भी कर सकते हो. You know, you can follow your hobby, <laughs> you can do whatever, you can be like an old person just chilling but on the bed. To do that, you need that yeah. privilege, right? Like money, everything. <laughs> Plus, you I should watch season uh, three of Westworld. It, it talks about this in a very nuanced way. I will watch. I have to watch Westworld yeah. again. That's true. परीक्षा देखो सही. हाँ, I was saying I read this article long, long time back. Google, I think, created an AI chatbot or something like. Oh yeah. 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 So it started creating its own language. So according to yeah. Google, they stopped it because like it wasn't serving the purpose. But imagine an AI that slightly creates a code. It will be a Very matrix sort of a situation. Yeah. Where <laughs> like they they destroy their own skill switch. But like you can't stop an AI. Like yeah. once they start understanding, so yeah. there are several harmful implications to AI. So I guess. Yeah, I mean, it, that's what like that's why all uh, apocalyptic sci-fi is about that, right? Like, do the machine become so intelligent that they're like, "Are we don't need humans There's anymore?" There's a real life example Bye-bye. of this now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but okay, we'll have to uh, end it here, guys. Uh, thank you so much for joining in, uh, Atif and Aprajita. And I know you are in different time zones. And uh, thank you so much for either staying up late or getting up early. Either way. Uh, but uh, thank you so much for your support yeah. for News Laundry. Also, you guys are subscribers, and you keep us alive. And please continue to pay to keep news free. And once this podcast is out, share it with your friends and family, and tell them if they want to be a part of such debates, they can get a form, which they will be mailed to them, like which you guys got as well, and you filled it up. And then we will call them for one of these debates. And I hope it was fun for you guys. It was. Yes. Thank you so much yes. for having us. Yeah. Thank you, Prachita. Thanks. Most thanks. Uh, it was uh, also yeah. thanks because I've debated like this is I don't know after how many years, probably eight or nine years, I've had a proper debate. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's it's actually quite nice to it's a nice feeling when you can talk to people with opposing views without really going arnab on them. So it's it's <laughs> it's a nice feeling, uh, and we experience it a lot, right, Parikshit? Yep, yep, a lot, <laughs> a lot. Which is nice. It's really fascinating uh, for us these debates, like because we get to know so many things. Like, yeah. Things, but like angles in which we haven't even thought of, like. Right. Uh, like like that uh, like we did this uh, debate on uh, what was it parikshit uh, simulation wala simulations yeah oh that was amazing yeah dude and uh, i will proudly say that our subscribers are super smart yeah. they come prepared and they read up and then they make legit points so thank you aprajita and atif for putting in some hard yeah. work and also uh, listeners pay to keep news free and once you pay to keep news free you will get a form so please fill it up and become a part of nl versus nl help us make debates great again see you in the next episode thanks all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent 
catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.